0: you're mingling with the Mimosa Mamas, a podcast that inspires and empowers women to live authentic always. Now, here's your host, Erin and Erica.
1: Welcome back. We are here discussing with Beatrice Casas, who has been battling um, stage four endometriosis for over 17 years. And we're going to let her continue her conversation.
2: Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me here again, because it's something for sure to keep talking about. I want to to be on everyone's tongue for us to talk about it at every single time that we can. <laughs> um, I wanted to touch a little bit on the stages because it, it, it goes from stage 1 to stage 4. Stage 1 is a little bit of pain. You can deal with it, I think, <laughs> but I have stage 4. So there's a big difference. There's um, stage 1, which is mild, stage 2 to 3, which is moderate, and stage 4, which is severe. Stage four is just what I was going through. Very hard to function every day. Very hard to live. Um, and this
1: is when you were diagnosed. You were diagnosed with stage four. I was correct. diagnosed
2: with stage four. Yes. And and I wish, I, I always wonder, you know, we have the what ifs. I wonder what if mm-hmm. would have happened if they would have seen it years before. But again, that's not the journey God has me on. So I just hold on and for the ride. Right. Um, so being diagnosed with stage four was Good for me because I knew that there, we had to attack it right away, and I was very passionate about it from the beginning. Um, I, I, like I had a few years to try to have a baby, didn't work. We did different med- different medication, like Clomid, um, that helps you release an egg and for you to ovulate when you want to ovulate. So that was it's a good medication and it works for a lot of women, but for me, my endometriosis had been. So severe over the years, I just don't think I was able to do it. It didn't take. Um, Is
0: this cost effective? Is does insurance cover this medication? The one you're talking about.
2: Some insurances cover it. Um, Some of them look at it as a form of. It's kind of your idea. You know, it's excess. It's extra. Um, so that's always hard to battle I mean over the years I can't even tell you how much how many thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars with surgeries and everything that you have but that's all worth it when you start feeling better and it really does when you go to a barbecue and sit down for two hours or you can have a drink or you can play around with your nieces and nephews and not have to be in bed for two days after is worth it absolutely so, you know, and, I, and I'm glad you touched on that a little bit, Erica, because we were talking about, you know, judgment in the workplace and judgment with your friends and your family. A lot of people don't get it. I talked to a lot of my Indo sisters and their family don't, they don't get it. Their husbands don't get it. Their boyfriends don't get it. Even their friends, their best friends don't. And it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. That's something that is incredibly important for me to express. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing that you did. It's nothing that you could prevent. This is your life. This is what you have to live with. So you have to start being proud about it and talking about it. It's super important because you are just as important as someone who doesn't have it. Of course. So, you know, and with that, with all the hormonal-based treatments that I was doing, I gained well over hundred pounds. Wow. Being in bed, lots of hormones, being pumped of hormones, you gain weight. And the, the depot shot for sure. That was my first indication that you're like, you're going the opposite way here, which is okay. But after it took me several years and maybe William for me to understand that having a little bit of extra while you're battling something is absolutely fine. And you better start loving yourself because now you're battling other things, you know, other reasons to feel bad about yourself. And you better start getting happy with yourself and loving yourself. And that's where I kind of got into the body positivity movement. You know, I always I always joke with my friends and family and say being a BBW is a movement. We're taking over, you know, Mm -hmm. and I always say that because being a beautiful, a big, beautiful woman is empowering to me. That's where I found my strength, too, Mm -hmm. because I have a lot to say. I have a lot to fight for. And just because the world doesn't necessarily look at it as beautiful, then I feel like the world's changing a little bit more so now. But it's important for you to love yourself because you have so much to hate. About yourself at the time. And I know, and I know it's a really drastic word to use, but it's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You hate that you feel like crap. You hate that you're tired. You hate that you can't do this. You hate so many different things. You eat an orange and you gain 40 pounds because you're on, you know what I mean? So there's so much to hate. Or can we
0: touch indo baby?
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, (laughs) that (laughs) endo baby. Can we tell
0: our listeners and share with Erin, what's endo baby?
2: Well, we call it endo belly, but you, uh, no, 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 you didn't, (laughs) you didn't say it wrong at all. No, 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 you didn't say it wrong. We call it, we, it looks like a baby, but it's a called endo belly. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's when your uterus swells to an amount where you're not able to uh, kind of get rid of that water weight and you bloat. Oh. Somebody can go from looking like they're super skinny, size zero, to looking four or five months pregnant. Yes. Wow. And you walk around look with it that. Look
0: up, everyone, online. <laughs> yes. Look it up. Endo belly. Oh,
2: goodness. Okay. L- you look, like, literally, you look pregnant. Oh. And it's hard and you can't function. It's not movable. Yep. It is mm-hmm. painful. And you can't get rid of it. It will lie. It will stay as long as you want. As long as it wants to stay. And I always say endo as a woman in my mind because it's always been someone I battled. So visually mm. I have to figure out. I have to battle her. Yeah, it is what it is. So when I think about endo belly, I'm like, man, that darn endo belly. <laughs> You're bitch. back. I'm like, I know. I just, <laughs> I. Wanna I f- you feel like I, that. You're just like, uh, okay, you weren't here last week. I have to go to a wedding. I want to look good, uh, yes. and you have this big, huge belly so you have pants in your in your closet from you know fluctuates in four sizes it really does mess with you
0: and it's so important that she's touching this subject because right now um there is a lot of judgment being placed and not right now always there's always been judgment placed on women and how you feel like you sometimes have to be that size three or size four or five and you don't know what other women are going through and Beatrice just shared with us that oh she gained weight wow. because of all of this. So, let's stop shaming other women. Let's let's talk about body positivity. B, um, I love how you talk about it on Instagram on oh. social media.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm very vocal. <laughs> she
0: is. And I'm like, yes, baby got curves. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Those
2: curves and I don't know who I would be without it. Just like I don't know who I am without endo. I don't know how I'd be without any some any kind of curves. You know what I mean? And I, I think anybody, all body types are beautiful. Oh, beautiful. But it's yes. important for me for me to love myself and how I am. And I think that inspires other women to love their body type. You don't necessarily have to be a BBW to be beautiful. That's not what I'm saying. I'm beautiful because I'm a BBW and that's a part of me. But because you you may hate your body because you don't have any curves or you feel like you don't have any curves. But I always say and a lot of my friends feel like that. They feel a lot of insecure. I'm like, I wish you could see yourself the way I see you. And that's really what it is. Us as women need to empower each other yes. to say, okay, we don't look alike. We're different, but that's the way God wanted it. And I really Wish that you would see your body as perfect because that's the way you're going to be. And that's the way it is. I
0: mean, I think you're
2: stunning. Thank
0: you. (laughs) I talk about women all the time. And again, I'm not
2: lesbian.
0: (laughs) I love men. Um, But you're gorgeous. Thank you. You are stunning female. Thank you. Why? And I love that she's talking about let's uplift each other because that's what Erin and I are about. And yeah, we have you guys really are. Podcast. That's why we're doing this. We, we and stand up for that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I love that you said that I wish
1: that, you know, they could see you the way that, or you, say it again. I, I wish <laughs> that they can see
2: themselves the way that I see yes. them. and mm-hmm. I
1: say that to my husband all the time. I wish I could see myself through your eyes. Absolutely. I say it all the time. You
2: know the good thing about our spouses is that I am a body positivity, I have a lot to say, I'm an advocate about endometriosis, body positivity, but the one thing, the one safe place I have is William. Mm -hmm. I'll go to him and I say, babe, I do not look good. He said, and he's always the first one to come back, but I can be vulnerable with him. Mm -hmm. I could say I'm fat. I could say all of those things that we have privately, and that's a good thing about having a a partner to be able to bounce ideas off of, Mm -hmm. bounce your feelings off of, and they're always going to bring you back Mm -hmm. to where you are, to who you are, Mm -hmm. because that's who they know you to be. So they won't let you stay in the dark very long. They'll pull you back. You know, so that's a safe place, and it doesn't
1: a good
0: one. A good one, you're right. A good one. I guess Aaron has that as well. I do, and it
2: doesn't really even have to be your partner. You can have a sister, or a friend, or a brother, or or, yes, anybody to to make you feel good about yourself when everything in the world is telling you to feel bad. That's something that cannot be. It enemy. can't. It can't be taken away. You have. It's in part. It's a part of you. If you make it a part of, yeah, it's important.
0: Let, let's talk about the um, support groups out there for
2: endometriosis. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. a it's a mouthful.
0: I <laughs> like saying endo. We
2: can say endo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Let's talk about these support groups that you you've shared with us, and and you and I have talked on the phone previously, and uh, you did touch. Um, On some of these support groups Mm -hmm. and how these other women have uplifted you and empowered you through your darkest hours Absolutely share with us, please.
2: There's a lot of women um, all over the world that we have different time zones We have different lives But we always seem to come together in this group and there's thousands of groups on Facebook but my particular group which is the endometriosis support group they have been my sisters and I've never met them you know what I mean and most of the time doesn't matter what time zone they're in we're mostly up because we're dealing right. with pain right. we're dealing with sleepless nights our legs we get um the one thing about endometriosis is that you get shooting pains in your legs oh. so you have a lot of back pain you have things that affect oh yeah because it's the core it's the core of everything you know so you have really hard pains in your legs and that will jolt you awake it's almost like someone electrocuted you oh my god so
0: as you're speaking mm -hmm. i do have to share i truly believe and i didn't want to talk about this on air because i feel like i talk about myself way too much but um i've had these symptoms that you're discussing and i wow yeah Mm -hmm. and i've discussed them with doctors Mm -hmm. and and i've been shunned out and uh It's so interesting and fascinating to me because... um,
2: You feel like you're not alone.
0: I do, yeah. I suffer from a lot of back pain during my menstrual cycle, and and everyone that knows me knows I have really bad menstrual cycles. And you're talking about the shooting pain in your legs. I experience that all the
2: time. You know, that really does not... It doesn't surprise me because uh, uh, endometriosis affects 1 in 10 women. One in ten I'm women.
0: In shock right now. My husband tells me I have to get up and start exercising.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's always. <laughs> like, I can't move. You know it's what true. that means?
0: It's that you're just you're you're carrying too much weight. He says this very lovingly, of and course. I don't want people to think that he's not supportive. supportive. He is. It's just he's 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 a hot man. He has a hot body. Yeah. Um, he works out. Good for you. He loves. <laughs> he loves to work out. So he just wants me to live longer. So I don't have husbands like you both. I mean, we all have different husbands and we're trying to be honest on the podcast and he's probably going to kill me for saying (laughs) this, but he does tend to put, uh, keeping it real here, he does tend to, you know, be honest with me and say, you're gaining some weight there. And, you know, I think you got to go to the garage and hit the,
2: hit the bike. Well, that's but, part of love too, I feel like. You know, they have to be your love. mirror. Yeah, he's he
0: my mirror. He, he calls me out. He's all big. I love the junk in the truck. He loves my booty. <laughs> he loves my booty. But he also.
2: What's not to love?
0: Right? I right? know. <laughs> More booty, more. Uh, we're not going to go there. Anyway,
2: that's another, another podcast. That's another, ep- the another episode. Never another episode.
0: Come back for part three. Oh yeah, I, I will
2: be judging the booties, and I'm telling you, they're great, uh, <laughs> both of them. I love
0: it. Okay, going back to the back pain and the shooting pain of the legs. I kid you not, be mm-hmm. I have that. All the time. I just had it last night and it only happens at night. Right. The pain in the legs. I know what you're talking about.
2: Well, I think where the pain comes from is the fact that our blood is not circulating normally because you have endometriosis and it's a trauma. So you're going to start to feel those pains, those shooting pains, because your blood has to circulate a, a right way. That's why, and I happen to work in the mattress in business, <laughs> so I know that you know being on a good bed and having the good support as you sleep, it helps circulate your blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very, very, wow. very important for you to understand that if you're sleeping a wrong kind of way, as far as on your side or something, endometriosis can affect your every wow. day. It affects you every day.
1: Okay, you are not sleeping on the couch anymore. Yeah, you. I sleep on the couch, couch chairs all the time. You got He's a narcoleptic,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which I don't frown upon because I would love to get a nap anytime right. I want. <laughs> no, that's, that's fine, but
0: you're sleeping well, on the
2: couch. I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do, do not do be that. good
0: for your poor but body. But as, as we're talking, yeah, you're, to right. The actress, you're right. You're right. I, I, have shared with her. Uh, let's let's just be honest here. I have shared with her my concerns because of my menstrual. I've had. Uh, I started my period at the age of eight. I've had very bad periods as well. And I have been with, I've had two surgeries for fibroid removals. So yeah, B, this is very, very fascinating here. We're here so you can help other women <laughs> and you're helping me here as I, we're talking. And awesome.
2: that's the goal. Awesome. Yeah. That's the goal to, me, to reach as many people as possible. And I really want you, as well as any, anybody that's listening, to don't doubt yourself. Nobody knows your body. I always say nobody knows your body better than God and yourself. Okay. Mm. So therefore, if that. you know something's wrong, it is. I don't and you find a doctor until you, you feel comfortable with their their expertise for them to say it's this or it's this. It's something. It's not normal. And if you're hurting like that, that's not normal. It affects one in ten women. That's one, those, in, 10 one in ten. If you could line up a group of your close girlfriends and count to 10, count to 10. You're going to have a small group of women who it affects every day from stages one to four. Yeah, Yeah, you have to have, have, and I'm a very visual person. So I feel like that's what I had to do when I was Mm -hmm. trying to understand these numbers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you go, you go to a barbecue or you go, you know, to a friend's house for a party and you in your mind count 10 people. And it really sees that it affects everybody. It and really it does. it doesn't
0: matter culture-wise. No. Ethnic-wise? No. I have heard that African-American women are more at a higher chance at oh, wow. having... Endom- I have heard that. Wow. I, you know, I'm, I'm a big person that watches Good Morning America every single day of her life. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I, they, they do talk about endometriosis. And I don't <laughs> quote me on that. I want to say it is African-American women mm-hmm. and... Latin women. It
2: well, is I a got cool. a double whammy. You, right? <laughs> well, do no wonder. You know what? <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> right. Erica's
1: tombstone is going to say Here lies a woman who watched Good Morning America.
2: Religiously. Thank you. Which, thank you for that because even with my journey and my research, I didn't realize that. So okay. you taught me something. Okay. So thank you. Okay. Good morning, America. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. yeah. No, they, they
0: do talk about a lot of these thank issues you. and topics and stuff like this. So well,
2: it's changing so mm-hmm. much because before when I was diagnosed, I was in the minority. It usually only affects women from thirty to right before you're having you're menopause. Right.
0: Oh. Yeah. I'm so glad she Wow. She's talking about it's it. It's true. It's because true. I was in the minority. Yes, so I think
2: that's why they were the the doctors before, maybe it did Dawn on them, but they're like, she's way too young. She hasn't had a child. She that hasn't had sense. any, you know what I mean? That makes sense. So, but mm-hmm. now it's affecting, and maybe, I don't know, but maybe it's because of the, the, the hormones that we have in foods now everywhere. It's affecting women younger and younger.
0: What about the stuff that's being put out there? I mean, again, we're not doctors. We're not expertise. We're not not environmentalists. (laughs) Yes, we do have to say this on the show. We're moms. We're we're just two typical moms who love to drink. (laughs) And have our guests drink as well. That's right. uh, Ting, ting. Bring it back. Um, But, oh, oh, we're going to do this. I like how you both left me out on that Oh, sorry. Your class is empty. <laughs> it is. It's gone. Where did it go? She um, has to go to Costco, uh, so people. We cut her off. No. <laughs> uh, but seriously, environmental, like the shit that's being sprayed out there. We You're don't right. know. We don't know, we any don't know anything. We, we don't, don't know anything. Know. And I think that that uh, autoimmune
1: disease has become much more prevalent. And is it considered an autoimmune disease? It is. It's okay. considered, like it,
2: it's actually, yeah. it's crazy. I, throughout this journey, I've heard disorder. I've heard disease and I've okay. heard, um, um, gosh, condition. Okay. It is an autoimmune disease, but it's okay. so weird because it, it causes other autoimmune diseases. You know, so it's, it's a like weird the thing. It's one. It's a domino effect.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. You don't just have endometriosis. Ugh. You start to develop other things. So that's why it's super important to pay attention. And to make sure you're letting your doctor know, because you could go from completely fine dealing with endometriosis to a deep dark depression, and you don't know you don't know when it happened.
1: And it should be treated as like a cancer because it's literally
2: it's you equivalent. Know, it's invading. medically, and you're and right.
1: It's not though, like I feel like it's not being treated mm-hmm. as it's such, not. and it should, yeah, it should be. Well,
2: I, I'm glad you actually touched on that because one of the medications um, is called Lupron, and it's a it's a chemotherapy drug, oh. and it affects and It really is your own decision to take it because it has different side effects that some can affect some women and doesn't affect others. Um, I'm glad I did it. I fought extremely hard because my dream has always to be a mother and to have um, a child. So I have fought very hard. I didn't stop. I didn't give up. I took as much medication. I was a guinea pig for many years to try to figure out what was going to work, what wasn't going to work. I did not give up in my pursuit to be a mother. And it's still not over. You know, there's a lot of children out there that would love parents, but I always wanted that connection with my husband um, that you really can only have when you have a baby. It's important for us as women not only to support each other in pain physically, but also Pain mentally, because um, I, ever since my hysterectomy, although I'm doing more things, I'm certainly more active. William's telling me to slow down all the time. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to catch up with you now. We, I'm still dealing with the emotional aspect of not having a child. Of course. Um, and it's extremely humbling and it angers me at times to turn on the news and see people that are throwing their kids away, throwing their babies away, and they're, they're hurting them. And they don't realize how much of a miracle it is to bring in a healthy, beautiful baby. So it's important that women, um, it goes back to judgment and it goes back to shame. And you have to understand that not everybody has that opportunity you do. So it's important to be there for each other. No matter what. No matter what. You may never experience it in your life. And I hope to God that you don't. But if it does happen, you need that support so it can develop at any time is that correct any at this point any age after the menstrual cycle starts okay that's where i think i saw the youngest um in my support group the mom was she was fighting for her daughter she was diagnosed at 11 and she is now 14 and she was having a partial hysterectomy no at 14 years old so she has a lot when i write in blogs and when i talk in my support group I am talking to the young version of myself who is scared, who has no idea what they have in store. And it's going to be a hard journey no matter what. That's why we need to be there for each other. But at that age, I can't even imagine. And she's scared for her daughter because she's going to have to have that conversation with her about why she had to make this choice oh. for her. And that's a choice that oh, oh, any, women, any woman should never have taken away from them. Of course. So it's she has a lot. She has she needs support for how, what conversations she's gonna have with her daughter, what information she's gonna provide her with as she gets older, because right now she doesn't know what's going on. She just knows it hurts and she wants it out, but she doesn't know the emotional aspect that she's gonna get as she gets older because. I, I hope to God it doesn't happen with her, but if she's having a partial hysterectomy at stage four now at fourteen, I don't know where she's, she's gonna. Baby. She's a baby, and and I hope to God that she has beautiful babies and she is successful in that way. But as her journey is progressing in just sh- sh- few short years, I'm I'm nervous for her.
0: And also, not to allow that
2: to be that endo warrior
0: to fight for your life because a lot of women just take their lives away.
2: Yeah, I mean, because I. And I I hope I can be really, really honest with you guys. Absolutely. Of course. Because before this surgery, I almost gave up. I had talked to my husband, and I said, I let him know where all the papers were, and I just told him... I can't do this anymore i want to sleep at this point i've been up for almost a week i had maybe had three hours of sleep in an entire week i was not working that much um and although i have an amazing boss who totally understands everything i'm going through and she's so supportive the problem is is that i could not have rest i just wanted to sleep i wanted to be for a while i wanted to not be in pain Mm -hmm. i wanted to just get out of my own head and the depression and the anxiety had gotten so bad. It was hard to even function. So, you know, I almost gave up and thank God. I have the husband I do because he got my parents involved. And when they're involved, it's going to happen. You know, things are going to happen. And they did. I saw a therapist and and most of the time, if you have a really good doctor, she in while you're doing hormonal based treatments while you're doing hormonal based treatments, she wants you to see a therapist. It go okay. hands in hand. That's good. And I, had a really, I have a really great one. She's but I, a great doctor. <laughs> she oh, she's is. amazing. Camila? Camila Marquez. 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 And mm-hmm. she's in Fresno. Fresno.
0: Okay. With, with what affiliate? Uh,
2: she actually has her own practice. Oh, that's Fre- okay. wonderful. Yeah, she has her okay. own OBGYN. She's an OBGYN and she has her own practice and Shout she's out to amazing. You. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being
0: Beatrice. Beatrice's
2: saving grace. Yeah, Yeah, she's amazing. She still is. I just saw her a couple a couple weeks ago because I was having a lot of pain and we're trying to figure out where to go from here. Um, But I'm doing well. I'm doing well. But the thing is, is that the the depression. It just. It's really indescribable. Anybody who has depression or anxiety understands, because you don't know what your next day is going to be like. So that's why it's easy Mm -hmm. to develop it when you have endometriosis. So. To take your life is almost something that it, it, you welcome because you just want relief.
0: If you can share with someone right now that could be listening. I'm going to try to say this
2: well. <laughs> it's okay. I've been crying this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If you can share with, with someone mm-hmm.
0: who is listening and is going through mm-hmm. what you've just shared, mm-hmm. what can you tell them?
2: To not give up. And although I almost did, I am so thankful that I didn't because in my right mind, I would never cause any type of pain on anybody that I love. Um, so it's important to not give up because I am going to be someone's mother one day. I'm going to adopt a beautiful baby girl or boy. And if I were to cut my life short, I'm doing myself and my family and my future family a disservice and I refuse to ever give up again. But it takes fighting mentally more than physically to be able to say there will be relief. But the main thing to understand is you are not alone and we're going to get out of this okay. Even if they never find a cure whatsoever, it's very important to create a community in your mind and a strength in your mind that even though my situation's not going to get better, I'm going to be okay. Okay. So if I could, I would like to share something that, please, um, please do. is it, it really does put endometriosis and endometriosis warriors and fighters in a nutshell. You guys
0: are more than warriors. I don't even know if warriors like Aaron know. said earlier. Yeah. I'm
2: looking at you like,
0: I can't Holy find shit. the word. I can't.
2: Find I the want word. you in my corner, girl. <laughs> yeah. Like I can handle it. Handle <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything. Anything Literally. that, and that's a good thing. That's a good feeling in my heart. Is that no matter what, you know, when it has to do with finances or job locate, uh, moving or job opportunities, I feel like honestly I could handle anything. I really can. I really feel you like can. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope I hope that yes. when it comes down to it I really can, but I just feel like I've been through so much mentally and I've had to fight that all day long every single day for years and years and years. I can handle anything.
0: I mean, it goes with the saying, God only gives you what you can handle. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And I and I go back and forth with feeling guilt about because I am very faithful and I know my God is, um, his plan is much bigger than anything I could ever imagine for myself. He loves me more than I could ever love myself. Mm -hmm. And it's important for me to understand that this is not, I'm just on the, I'm on the ride. He's the driver. Mm -hmm. So therefore for me to think that I jumped off with, uh, because I felt like I couldn't handle it, that will never happen again. It will never happen again. God's in control. So it says endometriosis is resilient and it continues to grow. But women with endometriosis are also resilient and we continue to fight. And it's very true.
0: That's beautiful.
2: That's beautifully said.
0: Yeah. And And we appreciate you.
2: I can't even
0: look at you and tell <laughs> you like how much, I mean... She's a family friend and I've known her since she was a baby mm-hmm. and uh it breaks my heart to to hear what you've been through, but it's an honor that you've been through it because that's why God put you here on this earth, I believe. Absolutely. Is yeah. to be the voice yeah. for for ev- for women. Mm-hmm. And and you, you just have this this ability, this fighting like personality about you and I love it and that's why I uh, shared with Erin yeah. that we need to have Beatrice on. She is just amazing. So thank you for coming.
1: And we're going to have you back. Oh, definitely. And you know, like she said, we are just honored and you're just so brave. I oh, mean, thank honestly, you. I've, I don't know if I've met a more brave person in my entire life. Like,
2: I, I mean, Jesus. I'm yeah. honestly
1: basically speechless like for what you've been through and I just want to give you uh, and this is a hug that will last the the rest of your
2: life like I just I know will. I'll take a group hug in a second guys (laughs) (laughs) because we do we have to empower each other we have to love each other and your support and just listening that's the main thing that I want to touch on is that even if you feel like overwhelmed a little bit from all the information that someone that's suffering from endometriosis might tell you just listen because that's why it goes back to being the silent disease I don't want to be quiet about it anymore. Yeah, we have lots to talk about. We have lots to say. We are grateful you're not being quiet. No. no. And no. there will be
0: part three. And, four <laughs> and five.
2: If you're okay with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, living through it every day is new. It's a new journey every single day. And, and we can touch
1: That's what that. I yeah. wanted you to share with us, How what life oh, after, or life during Endo, mm-hmm. because you shared with us that you went to Disney, and
2: tell us more about Tell that, us more about your Disneyland trip. Oh, lights. that's right. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. I haven't rode a roller coaster in years. <laughs> I mean, I really can't think of, because one little uh, loop loop around in a roller coaster, I'd be in bed for two weeks, bleeding. Oh. So... To chase my nephews around, to stand in line for three hours for one ride, was never going to happen, um, to have the best time with them and seeing them laugh and smile without me having to be on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I've been on the sideline for a long time, and it was fun. I'm just, I said I could probably do a part, you know, a part two. I could be probably <laughs> be there the next day if I wanted to, oh. and it was a good thing. I just started, after my hysterectomy, I knew I didn't want to stay in bed anymore. So I started a class, a high fitness class um, that's in Ooh. Fresno, wow. and it is fun. It's a lot of fun. Me and my cousin, Samantha, we do it every couple uh, – we try to do it a couple days a week, but it, depending on how my endo pain is or not, and she's super supportive. If I don't feel good, we're not going. You that know, she doesn't brilliant. push myself. And her, her, my cousin Samantha and my cousin Jesse, we are in a group chat every day. They ask how I'm doing. They make sure I'm doing good. And if they hear that I'm pushing myself past the limit, they're very upset. (laughs) So we do. We do a high fitness course. There's a lot of things I can't do in it yet. I can't do a lot of the jumping. But I have the best time there. And it's really helped me feel like myself again. I'm almost learning who I am again.
0: With endometriosis, you can't work out. You can't do these things. It, It really, really defeats you. So speaking of hist- hysterectomy, sure. I'd love to have you actually come back for a part three yeah. and we can talk. Would you be okay just talking about the process of Absolutely. surgery? Um, I do have to share with our listeners. I will be going in for a hysterectomy later this in, in the summer and I would love to have Beatrice come on and just kind of explain the process and mm-hmm. what it entails and also the mental effects because it's a big part of us women, yes. this is our, this is our body. This is, and, and what happens afterwards? How do you feel afterwards? Um,
2: yeah, we would love to have come back. I would love to touch on something. it more because it does start to get into more of the mental health of it, um, how you feel about it and, and just dealing with that every single day. Because for me, and we'll definitely touch on it, but for me, it was hard for me to feel like a woman after right. that's right. my fear, and yeah. and, 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 that and you. you have every yeah. right to have that fear, and it probably will never go away mm-hmm. because physically you actually feel like hollow, you feel like there's something mm-hmm. missing. So then you start to feel like there's some, there's gonna be something missing in your mind and mm-hmm. your heart. But I would love to touch on that because there's definitely life after hysterectomy. Oh. I, love that.
1: I am so happy that she has you in her life to go through that journey with. And this has just been so emotional, so beautiful, so eye-opening, oh. shocking. Everything, say, is a lot of emotions. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a whole roller coaster. But um, we are just so grateful that you are here and that you shared with us. And I know our listeners are gonna get so much from this. And listeners, please reach out to us. Remember to email us at mamas at gmail.com. If you need more information, if you wanna connect with Beatrice, I'm sure she'd love to connect with you as well. Um, Beatrice, do you
2: Can have you share yeah, like some resources? Sure. The best resource that I have a lot of information from, especially it's very, very user-friendly, is the speakendo.com. I know Julianne Huff just came out as a representative for them. She is a gra- To me, she's like my idol <laughs> when it comes to speaking about endo because she was a dancer and it affected her for many years. Um, she don't is a dancer. Know she dance. I, don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> um, and then there's the endometriosis support group. That's exactly what it's called. Endometriosis support group on uh, Facebook. It's one of the largest ones, I believe, that's on there right now. And um, I've created some really great relationships, friendships there. So they're um, they're just I have so much information they can share with you guys.
0: And Beatrice, if a listener wants to get in touch with it, you, could they DM you?
2: Absolutely, on yes. I want to yep. wanna definitely speak as openly as I can with anybody who's looking for information. Um, thank God I've been able to help a couple of close friends that I know. Um, so I would love to reach out to whoever has questions. It doesn't matter what questions. Nothing is going to insult me. Nothing is going to make me scared to answer. I'm going to be completely candid because... It is my life, and I'm happy to share it. And what's your Instagram username? It's actually beet rice Brussels sprouts, <laughs> which <laughs> would probably be easier to find me um, as we'll tag be- you. yeah, tag me. <laughs> but it'll be easier to find me as Beatrice Casas. It's under okay, my perfect. name, um, and I, if you guys could tag me on your website or whatever, yes, absolutely. please, absolutely. I would absolutely. love to answer any questions anyone has. And we'd
0: oh, no. love to cheers to you yes. to an Thank incredible. You. Phenomenal woman, Beatrice Thank Casas. You. Thank you. Thank you for Thank coming.
2: You. Ting Thank ting. you for mingling
1: with us. <laughs> we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.